all ninjas. Calling all ninjas. It's time for Lime Ninja Radio. Today on Lime Ninja Radio. Um, it's a weird event to go pick up a prescription in my life. Um, and I know so many people that it's just normal. That's what you do on Thursdays. So I, I, I love being part of an organization that is able to get people out of that mindset and educate them to alternative solutions um, to, to life circumstances such as high blood pressure. Or... This podcast is sponsored by the Lyme Ninja Symptom Tracker. I'm so excited to tell you about our new Lyme Ninja Symptom Tracker. One of the things I hear over and over again, whether it's talking to a patient in my office or consulting over the phone with a client, is just how difficult it is to keep track of progress on their Lyme journey. Recording symptoms daily or even weekly gives them too many data points. There are so many ups and downs, twists and turns that at some point they get lost and confused. The Lyme Ninja Symptom Tracker takes all the guesswork out of tracking symptoms with a simple monthly questionnaire. Once a month is the perfect interval to see if that new supplement or protocol is working. Right now, when you take the Symptom Tracker questionnaire, we give you a simple composite score for the month. But we have big plans and the data you enter will not be lost as we roll out new features. Best of all, it's free. Just head on over to LimeNinjaRadio.com slash tracker and sign up. That's LimeNinjaRadio.com slash tracker. You'll be glad you did. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Lime Ninja Radio. I'm your host today and the brains behind Lime Ninja Radio, Aurora, and this is episode number 244 with Mark Young. In this episode, you're going to be learning three main things about Mark Young's experience with combating blood pressure, what the Zona machine is, and how the Zona machine helps you maintain a healthy blood pressure, even when you're sick and you can't get out of bed. Before we get started, I want to have... Before we get started with the interview, I'd like to send a shout out to all you longtime Lime Ninjas. You are the reason we have half a million downloads. And each week we have listeners showing you from all over the world, from Hong Kong to Tel Aviv. Now, a little bit more about Mark. He is the CEO of Zona Health. Now, Zona is a handheld device which is used to improve cardiovascular health. Um, McKay has been using it for a little bit now and has been really interested in this device and also the results that he's seen. So without further ado, here is the interview with Mark Young. Hello, Mark. This is McKay Rippey from Lime Ninja Radio. Nice to see you, McKay. Thanks so much for having me today. It's kind of funny here because we've been chatting now for 44 minutes and 53 seconds. <laughs> and now you push the record button. Yeah, now we push the record button and we're getting going here. So if if you're listening to this and you kind of feel like you're coming into the conversation in the middle, you are. But we're going to do our best to back up and make some sense of this. And so, Mark, tell us, how did you... You mentioned a little bit about your background. So you bounced all over the place, but how did you get hooked up with fighter pilot technology and becoming a medical device manufacturer. I mean, that's not 
normal path for anybody. Yeah, you don't you don't deliberately end up here. I'll agree with you there. Um, yeah. So as I was telling you, my career has been a little bit strange because I'll say that I, I've, I've kind of moved into a lot of different things, but it's all been because of a passion. And um, I've always followed, you know, my heart on that kind of stuff, which sounds cliche, but it's true. Um, specifically now working in the cardiovascular world. But um, in doing that, what I'll say is I became acquainted with Zona um, quite a few years ago when Zona actually had already been a, been a business that was in place um, and became acquainted with Zona because I'd actually worked with multiple different companies in the medical device space. Um, and interestingly enough, um, was contacted by Zona specifically to work on projects that they were working on. So, you know, through mutual acquaintances, ended up being connected with, uh, with the team there. Um, worked with Zona, actually in, invested in Zona. I believed in the product so much that I actually put cash into the business. Um, in addition to doing that, I ended up uh, staying connected to the business for many years and eventually ended up becoming the CEO of the company, which is kind of interesting. Um, my background was mostly, McKay, I'll be honest with you and tell you that I've spent the majority of my career in higher education, um, working at colleges and universities, both as a you know university professor as well as administrator at multiple different um, campuses throughout the country. So my background's in education, and um, as, as, as we discussed prior, that everybody else doesn't have uh, access to that because there was no reporting, as we discussed prior, it's like I'm also a bit of a fitness enthusiast. So the fact that uh, working you know, with a product and, and with a company such as Zona that provides the fitness related thing, the, the all natural non-pharmaceutical solutions, right, is right up my alley. Um, and the fact that I get to work every day helping people and educating them on why a product like this is a perfect alternative um, to pharmaceuticals. And I, I don't know if I'm answering your question or if I'm going too far, um, but the reality is, is the using, using a science like we have with the Zona Plus is a uh, it's a countercultural solution um, and specifically i love it <laughs> it is it, it's it's very countercultural and as you and i were discussing off air the the biggest thing that we see today particularly in the medical field and and not any kind of criticism towards the medical field to you know people in the field that are that are listening um but i would say that as a culture we seem very pharma uh, pharmacologically dependent and there seems to be a pill for everything. And the reality is, is that in my experience, the side effects are, are worse than the symptoms that the pill is trying to cure in nine out of 10 cases. Um, and, and while it does fix the problem, there's a lot of things that come with it. And you actually, interestingly enough, gave, a, gave a, an analogy and told a story about patients of yours that would come in and you'd, give, you'd ask them to give a health history. They'd tell you everything was fine. Nothing's wrong. Everything's good. I'm in good health. And then they'd give you a, a laundry list of uh, prescriptions that they're taking. Um, and, and there's just this disconnect in your mind, as well as it would be in mine, of, well, if everything's working so well, why are you on all these medications? And, and the reality is, is that it's just become normal. Like, it's just become normal. I mean, in my life, if I have to go to the pharmacy to pick up a prescription, normally it's like an antibiotic because, you know, I caught a cold or whatever. Um, it's a weird event to go pick up a prescription in my life. Um, and I know so many people that it's just normal. That's what you do on Thursdays, you know? So I, I, I love being part of an organization that is able to um, get people out of that mindset and educate them to alternative solutions um, to, to life circumstances, such as high blood pressure, or in many cases, even some of the other things that we're able to 
to uh, address using the science um, and you give them an alternative to to that prescription living that dependency you know there's this phrase that's started to creep around you know it's, it's like stay in your lane right and the thing is as a human being is you need to have access to all those different lanes um and not to i I, th- I think as physicians and even sometimes as like as an acupuncturist we get our ego we get like attached to our lane and we don't want people leaving our lane <laughs> so we're like we'll We'll fight for them to stay in our lane when really what they need to do is move out. And I love that you said that, you know, Zona is a countercultural device. And, you know, as an acupuncturist, that just rang true. It's like, that's, that's why, how I ended up in acupuncture. It's like, yep, it's like we we're going to do something against the flow here. We're going to stick needles in sure. people and make them feel better. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. And it's true, though. It's so true. And and I love that countercultural anything. And maybe that just speaks to my personality. But, I'm always trying to disassemble everything in my mind and come up with a better solution. Like there's got to be a better way to do this. It's, it's that better mousetrap kind of mentality. And and I'm always, you know, again, I'm always in my mind trying to disassemble everything to find a way that we can make it better. And this is a solution that I just literally am, am using myself as I was telling you off air. <laughs> Yeah. You know, so this whole idea of, I love speaking to physicians who have a previous life as an engineer because they approach medicine as an engineer. They want to break it down. They want to know what's making it work and they want to make things better, you know, and not always like a thousand times better, but just a little better. Can we do this a little? They're always asking the question, can't we do this in a better way? And that's not a physician conversation and i'm going to insult some people out there but if you are a physician or health practitioner and you have that mindset you're you're unusual you know you're a bit a little counterculture with within your culture there most of the physicians are are busy and are interested in doing the right thing so they're following the protocols that have been laid out for them there's less and less space for creativity with within within the profession now the other thing i want to bring up just in terms of Lyme disease. One of the side effects that some people get with Lyme disease is their blood pressure skyrockets, right? For no apparent reason. There's just something breaks down in the management system. So your device will be directly applicable to, to that subset of the population. A lot on the other side are actually dealing more with the POTS things, the postural what is that? Or- orthostatic, whatever, Taika. Anyway, you stand up and you get faint, right? Your blood pressure right. doesn't adjust quick, quickly enough. And, you know, for, for that side of things, you know, does, does Zona regulate both up and down or is it just kind of only been shown to, to reduce blood pressure? That's really interesting that you say that because, um, one of the things, that, and we're actually in the process right now of going through a very large clinical study that we've, um, you know, put out to make stronger claims about the product and so on. And um, which I'm, I, I can't even tell you, McKay, how excited I am about this. And, and I'll give you some statistics on that in a minute. Um, but you're specifically speaking, if, if I'm hearing you correctly, you're talking about orthostatic hypotension. Yes, thank you. Okay. Yeah. And, and what that is, is for instance, the, the blood pressure in the body drops during, during, um, 
you know, some kind of uh, what I'll say a reactive activity, like for instance, standing up too fast, standing upright, something really difficult, like standing up. Seriously, seriously. Right. But it's like, you know, a person stands up too quickly. And then as that person stands up too quickly, the blood pressure drops suddenly and then doesn't self-regulate fast enough. Um, Interestingly enough, that's part of the study that we're doing um, with Zona. And part of the reason behind it is because that's part of having an increased blood pressure because the blood pressure, it's not just that it statically stays high, it's that it fluctuates too much. Um, And for instance, one of the things that we measure with the device, and the device doesn't measure it for the average user who's using it at home, um, but we measure it. And in clinicals, that's one of the things we do is after using the device, um, you know, and, and we haven't really described the way the device works. So I probably should step backwards and walk through what a treatment looks like. So all of this makes sense to somebody. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So, so I'll get back to the point talking about that orthostatic hypotension, but so, so the Zona device, for those that are listening, what I'll explain to you is it's a handheld device, kind of looks like a, um, it gets described as looking like a Star Trek phaser um, or looking like a, a, a scanner at a grocery store checkout. Um, but the reality is it, it's a hand grip. It's a hand grip with a display. And what the Zona does, it is uses isometric therapy. And isometric, of course, the Latin words for being equal measurement. And isometrics is, an, is a... Um, is a is an anaerobic exercise, and what it is is it's holding uh, something and making the muscles stay at an exact measurement over a prolonged period of time. And as an example, what you see is it's the difference. As I was explaining to McKay a moment ago, it's the difference between doing a sit up versus a plank. And a sit up is aerobic exercise. A plank is anaerobic. It's holding things at a static, uh, I'll say pressure, but at a static resistance level. What Zona does is it's a hand grip and moving from your right hand to your left hand, it measures each time you use it, the maximum squeeze that your body's able to do today. And some mornings I'm just, I'm just, my body's not as strong as it is other mornings. Um, and, and I can't squeeze it as hard, but it's okay because the Zona actually uses algorithms to calculate your maximum grip strength for today. And then it has you calibrate right hand, calibrate left hand. Then you actually do a two-minute therapy on your right hand. And what it does is it actually forces you to stay in an exact 33% of maximum grip strength for a period of two minutes. You rest for one moment. You do the two minutes on your left hand. Rest, two minutes on your right hand. Rest, two minutes on your left. Um, This back and forth and the break times are exactly measured and been measured through multiple different studies proving that the two minutes is the exact interval and that the, the 30-ish percent is the exact number. And what it does is it keeps you within, within a, a, um, a tolerance of that exact percentage. And, and the system using both audio and visual cues tells you if you need to squeeze more or you need to squeeze less. And it's amazing how at the end of two minutes, first of all, you feel tired from it. But more than that, what happens is you'll notice that your grip starts to relax. And all of a sudden you're being told, squeeze more, squeeze more, squeeze more. And you're like, darn it, I'm squeezing the same as I was. And you're like, no, I'm not, I guess. Well, you know, your, your arm starts to weaken. So the idea that you need to keep it there and can do it by yourself without such a measurement device is not accurate. Um, but using that isometric therapy, what happens is the static hold on, on, on that grip for that period of time forces the muscle into, uh, in, into an, an isometric uh, which is an equal measurement. Imagine the case that you did a squat. <clears throat> Everybody's familiar with a squat. You know, feet parallel, standing shoulder length apart. 
you know, butt back, chest up, and you and you drop as low as you can, bending only your knees. Um, <clears throat> now imagine you did that, but you only went down thirty percent of the way, and had to stop and hold that squat for two minutes. Your legs get tired, and what happens is as your muscle starts to fatigue your body responds to that fatigue by pushing additional blood flow to oxygenate the muscle to make sure that the butt muscle is able to to control itself and not get damaged. Um, The beautiful part about that is that over time, which usually we find is a period somewhere between four to eight weeks, and it actually varies by user, but over that period of time, what happens is the, um, the lining and the blood vessels actually start to reform. And it actually increases the elasticity in the resistance vessels and increasing um, that elasticity increased to greater uh, permeability in the endothelial lining in the cardiovascular system. Um, Not only does that make for better blood flow, because obviously the more flexible the, uh, the, the blood vessels are, the more freely blood can flow. But the more freely blood can flow, obviously the pressure goes down. It's like releasing the kink in a garden hose um, and allowing the water to flow. Um, And in doing so, what ends up happening is you just become overall healthy. And and at the same time, as you were speaking, McKay, uh, one of the things that you had talked about was that, that, that increased elasticity and the increased permeability, particularly in that endothelial lining, makes for a greater saturation of nitric oxide throughout the body. Um, and I'll, I'll shut up and let you speak on the nitric oxide side because that's your area of expertise more than anything. Um, does, does that explain it? Have I gotten too weird on that? No, I, no. I'm, I've got some really basic questions here. Like, has anybody ever broken one of these? Like some you know, strong man says, yeah, I, I squeezed it and I broke it. <laughs> not even close. Okay. Not even close. Every, every device is actually in our manufacturing center is actually calibrated and we actually put it in a cradle that's specifically shaped like the device yeah. and just crush it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and every device is pre-crushed before you receive it. But we put it in there and calibrate it. But it's it's calibrated for up to – it's somewhere – I forget what the exact calibration number is. But it's it's over 200 pounds of pressure. Wow. Um, <clears throat> like I told you, I mean, I'm, I'm a relatively strong guy. And and I get it to about 100 pounds of pressure. Yeah. Um, then, so the idea that someone's going to have that much hand grip strength to crush the device is probably not going to happen. And then how about on the other side? Can you be too weak to use it? No, sir, because again, bear in mind, it only measures, it actually calibrates to your daily maximum grip strength. So even a person who's elderly, and we have have people who use it who are in their 80s with arthritis, um, and what it does is it calibrates to you. And in calibrating to you, you get the same benefit. A person who's 80 years old and can only squeeze it at the 30, 40 pounds of pressure and then does the therapy gets the exact same benefit of a strong man who squeezes it to 150 pounds of pressure because it's calibrating it to that individual's maximum grip strength. You know, I've got a infrared sauna in my practice and that's one of the benefits of the sauna is that you go in there and you get a, you can get a cardio workout because your body has to work on cooling itself just by sitting there. So in some ways you get somebody who's, you know, can't, for whatever reason, isn't very mobile. But this is even better because you don't even have to get out of bed and you don't have the expense of buying yourself a sauna to get 
your body working, you know, in, in this way and to recognize, okay, that work is being done and we need to begin to send out all the healing and, and growth hormones that happen when, when that's kicking in. Now, here's, here's a little side too. Have you ever, since you're a fitness buff, have you ever delved into like the power of 10 exercise stuff? Are you familiar with that? I know what you're talking about. Okay. Personally done it. Um, I'm going to embarrass myself and say I'm more of a, a CrossFitter kind of guy. But that's all right. It just it strikes me. It's 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 it really lines up in some ways. It's not isometric in that you are moving the weights, but you're doing it so slow. And then part of it is you are at the last rep holding it you know, for as long for as long as you can there right. uh, be, right. until failure. And that that is purely isometric. So you brought the muscles to failure, and then you're still asking them to work. And it's, right. it really sounds to me like the same, it's kicking in the same mechanism. Now, the other thing is, and I noticed you didn't say this explicitly, but the, the period of time you're squeezing for is two minutes. And two minutes may or may not sound like a long time to you, but in, in, I've started using this. And two minutes, <laughs> I realize, is much longer than I'm normally <laughs> focusing on anything. <laughs> Focusing on using this device for two minutes for four different intervals. I have to be honest with you, McKay, probably exercises my brain yes. more than as my, more than it does my body. I was going to ask you about that. How much is this is simply a disguised meditation? Do you think? Um, I'm going to tell you that the science behind the body um, is very much, very, very much um, rooted in research. But to your point, I believe that there is actually a, um, a, a halo effect, if you will, um, that takes place because it does force you to pay attention to it. We're, we're such a multitask uh, world that when, when we're having to force you to rest our minds and focus on something that does require that work, one of the, one of the this is interesting because we're actually in the process right now of you know, doing some potential redesigns. Um, you know, to just always trying to improve the technology and the user experience. And one of the suggestions was made, can we do this so that there are much stronger audio cues mm. so that a person doesn't have to visually watch it and they can do it while doing other things. And the conversation that you're bringing up actually came up in our conversation through oh. R and D was sure. I mean, we can, we can change the way the audio cues are used and, and so on, but are we actually getting rid of some of the benefit and that is just making a person's mind stop for 12 minutes? Cause I don't know about you, but I don't think mine does most other times of the day. Yeah, I was trying. So I, I started to attempt to read my email while I was doing my Zona and uh, that lasted about uh, 20 seconds. And then, mm -hmm. I just, okay, I have to, fo let's focus now. <laughs> There's I, I, mine is sitting on my desk right in front of me. And, and as I told you, it's like, I've never had a problem with blood pressure before. Um, and then uh, all of a sudden I did. Yeah. And I think that's the, I think that's the story for most people. And it's like, I, I'm 44 years old. I'm like, I, I shouldn't have a blood pressure issue. Um, and I never have. Um, and then all of a sudden I did and my blood pressure for, un, for no reason. I, I mean, there's no external reason. I mean, maybe some stress, I guess, but I, I mean, my blood pressure was always like 110 over 70. I would go to the doctor and then, you know, the nurse would take my BP and would be like, Oh, are you a runner? And well, I am. Thank you. You know? And, um, 
But what's funny is that all of a sudden, not funny actually, but all of a sudden my, my blood pressure, I'd taken a reading because I didn't feel well. And it was at like 145 over 90 something. I'm like, holy cow. Like I'm like ready to have a heart attack here. Yeah. That's um, a big shift. It was a big shift and it was very sudden. And, and as I told you, it was the rubber hit the road because I'm telling everybody how to lower their blood pressure naturally, but I didn't have the problem. So it almost seemed um, somewhat hypocritical. And then all of a sudden, here I am having to, uh, to take, take a spoonful of the, the medicine that I'm telling everybody else to try. <laughs> it keeps and us humble. It, it really does. It, it really does. And it really became that physician heal thyself moment. Um, and, and the reality is, is that that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm sitting here with one on my desk and I do it every day when I come in the office. That gives me, you know, five days a week. And if I'm traveling, it's in my briefcase. Um, you know, for anyone who is about to ask this question, no, you never have a problem going through airport security device. And we find that what happens is, is as people are using the device, you know, over a period of time, um, they stop getting those symptoms that, that orthostatic hypotension also gets under control. And, and the reason for it is because your, your body's not trying to push blood through narrower, uh, more static openings. There, there's more flexibility. There's, there's, uh, you know, more permeability. So yes, it actually does help with that. That's okay. So that's the first time I've thought of the the low blood pressure as also being, uh, and and actually the the change, the lack of change of blood pressure is also being a, a consequence of inflexibility in the cardiovascular system. But it makes sense. Is you're asking the body to respond in some way, and its ability, its flexibility, isn't up to snuff. So it takes some time to, to adjust. Like if you're going to, if you have stiff, you know, capillaries and you're in a nice, comfortable seated position or lying down and you go to stand up and all of a sudden you need to get more blood into your brain and your capillaries and, it, and your right. arteries are stiff. It just can't do it. It can't do it. it just That's can't correct. do it. And I've all, I never right. thought of it as a, as the opposite end of, of, of stiffness, but the same result. No, thank you for that. Interesting, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it's a lack yeah. of ability to adjust, the lack of the flexibility. I, I, I want to throw something out there. I said to you that we're in the process right now of uh, we're in the in the midst of a giant research uh, era for us. We're doing you know lots more research and doing a lot more things, and 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 part of that is because we talk about the nitric oxide release, but also the ability to um, you know create more flexibility throughout the entire cardiovascular and circulatory systems. Um, very interesting to me. There's so many other things that while, while I'm careful not to call them because a lot of the things I'm going to say are, are actual medical indications. Um, so I don't want to speak out of turn on them, but what I will say is increasing blood flow and increasing, uh, nitric oxide production is, um, is a treatment for multiple other types of indications completely unrelated to high blood pressure. Yeah. Um, for instance, we find that, you know, people who use the Zona Plus, and I, I will I will preface and be very careful to not overstep my clinical boundaries here, uh, but we find that anecdotally, um, people tell us that using the Zona, they don't actually, um, they, they don't have migraine headaches anymore because migraines are usually related to constricted blood vessels leading to the brain and it increased blood flow reduces the migraine because it increases that blood flow same thing for erectile dysfunction that's that's all a matter of blood flow 
and and people who uh, and we talked about that actually on the Dave Asbury podcast. I know you said you listened to that. And increased blood flow fixes that problem. And increased blood flow and increased nitric oxide uh, production. It, it's linked to to increases in memory. It's uh, overall immune support. Yeah. It, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, truthfully, it's it's muscle recovery. Um, I mean, personally, like any friends of mine that are just avid fitness people, even if they don't have high blood pressure, I recommend that they're using a device like this because most, you talk about the power of 10, but most people who are working out are lifting, they're running, they're playing sports, all aerobic. And you talk about opposite ends of the same coin. And that is, this is an anaerobic exercise. It's, it's the opposite of what they're doing to work out. It actually works out the other side of the system, if you will. And in doing that, they're actually pushing towards muscle exhaustion. And this actually increases muscle recovery. Right, which so, is so so important. I'm, I'm sure it, it, you know, and I have in my practice, uh, people who overexercise. Right, they're compensating. They're, it's their stress relief. So they're stressed out of their mind. The only way they can calm their brains down is by overexercising. So they're always on the limit of physical damage, literally, right. or immune system damage. And there are lots of reasons why why that happens. And the science is pretty good on that. Um, and a lot of they don't allow themselves the recovery. To recovery yeah. But but using using something like this and and making sure that they've got the the like I said that anaerobic uh, backup. It, it increases muscle recovery simply because of the nitric oxide production. It's better than any BCAA they're going to take in a, in, a, in a water bottle to the gym. Yeah. Now, I want to pause here a little bit, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speculate some. So let's talk – I'm going to talk about nitric oxide, uh, and then you can give me your comments after that. So nitric oxide is this coordinating signaling molecule. So it's, uh, you know, I'm liking it to like the gears on a mountain bike, like the, the more gears you have, the more you can do with your mountain bike. And that's nitric oxide when it's working, it gives you all these extra gears so you can go up the hill and down the hill and over the obstacles smoothly. And as you lose nitric oxide, what happens is you lose your ability to adjust to your environment. And so things become more stressful and more damage is done. And somebody who's got Lyme disease, they're really in recovery mode all the time, right? They've, they've just gone through this marathon of fighting off this infection, and now they've got to recover from it, or they're still in the process of fighting it off. And if your nitric oxide system isn't coordinated or coordinating your recovery, then you're not going to heal as well. And we see these things that you're talking about that are also related to nitric oxide. Sleep patterns is nitric oxide. Bowel motility is related to nitric oxide. Of course, blood pressure, which we've been talking about, everybody kind of knows about that. Blood flow is all related to it. Depression has been linked to nitric oxide. They've actually done some studies where they've treated resistant depression with, uh, with nitric oxide gas. It's just, again, it's not... There, there's a st wonderful study where they they eliminated they changed a mouse genetically and they took away the mice's ability to produce nitric oxide through the the enzymes and these mice were born fine they lived okay for a while but after they got hit about mice middle mouse middle age which is about eight to ten months all of a sudden they started dying of heart attacks for no reason except that they didn't have the nitric oxide so 
nitric oxide isn't critical like oxygen. You're not going to die in a couple minutes. But it again, without those gears, this coordination of these gears in the body that nitric oxide provides, you're going to hit some sort of road bump in your life, whether it's Lyme disease or whatever it's going to be. And all of a sudden, you're not going to respond as well. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I, I mean, I don't know what even to add to that. That's exactly, exactly right. And and I think a lot of people don't realize the the overall benefits. I mean, nitric oxide, and as you're saying, it's the wheels in a bicycle, the the uh, the, the the gears. And <clears throat> I mean, you're talking about the benefits of nitric oxide production being like blood. I mean, just overall circulation, which leads to healthier immunity because with better circulation leads to detoxification because the more the blood's able to move, the more you don't end up with, I'll say toxins wedged in the body someplace because they're, they're flushed out through better blood flow. Uh, you're talking about better, better blood flow leading to muscle recovery, which leads to endurance levels, um, increased alertness levels because increased blood flow increases the amount of oxygen that gets moved around the body, particularly to the brain. The, I mentioned ED, uh, pain relief, uh, just, just so, so many benefits. And, and again, I, I would say that it's it's something that I think the average person just doesn't know much about. And it's not talked about enough in the medical community. Well, this takes, I'm going to bring this about back around to where we started before we hit the record button. And then we'll wrap, wrap up here. Uh, you've been uh, most generous with your time. I've taken up way too much of it for a CEO of a big company like you've got. Uh, well, there is one thing I wanted to, wanted okay, to bring good. up. Okay, good. So you go ahead. So one of the things I was actually saying to you earlier, McKay, was that, and again, I mentioned that we're in a, we're in a big research cycle right now. And um, one of the things that I found this interesting, because this is actually a statistic that I did not know, um, and it was discussed um, in the submission of an IDE recently. And the, the number, so we talk about systolic and diastolic blood pressure and systolic being the top number, diastolic the bottom. The, the systolic blood pressure from the FDA's standards, the FDA considers a significant drop in blood pressure. And, and I'm, I'm curious, do you know this number at all? I would imagine. I've looked at some of these studies. It's not much. It's depressingly small. It's depressingly small. Yeah. And, and the FDA calls a significant drop in blood pressure five points. Oh, that's so nothing. If, if, if your blood pressure is at 150, dropping it to 145 is, a is win. considered <laughs> medically significant. But let me let me tell you the statistic that I just heard, though. And this is this is new information. And I will be honest and tell you that it, it was discussed in a conversation. I haven't went and pulled up the research myself, but I have no reason to disbelieve the person who shared it. And that is the reason that the FDA says five points is considered medically significant is that for every five points that you lower your systolic blood pressure, it actually cuts your risk of heart attack in half. Wow. Every five points. So it's so assuming that we started at an 80% risk factor, um, five points brings you down to a 40% risk factor. And another five points brings you down to 20. And another five points brings you down to 10. And I mean, obviously that, that number is always going to have some level because you're never going to divide by, by two and get to zero. But, but the reality is, is that it's going to just keep bringing that, that, that risk factor down over and over again. And I thought that's, 
that just blows my mind that it's such a small thing because I even asked the question in that in that research meeting. I said, you're, you're saying five points. Are, are you? I mean, certainly you mean five percentage points, right? <laughs> and, and the answer was, because I'm thinking, well, the blood pressure 150, five points get you to 145. Five percentage points get you down to 142 and a half. Like maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's, that's a bigger number. And, and what I was corrected and told, no, it is actually one, you know, 150 to 145. It's five actual points that makes that reduction. And let me tell you, the reason why that blew me away, McKay, is that we've taken every clinical study that we've had on Zona. And I'm talking strict blood pressure right now, not, not anything related to all the other, you know, possible positive side effects we've discussed. The, but just related to blood pressure, if I took every clinical study we've done, Okay, and that, that's research that's been done by Johns Hopkins, that's research that's been done at the Mayo Clinic, yada, yada, yada. Um, all of them averaged together. So it's not that one study was particularly good, and that's the one we use. All of them averaged together. So the ones that showed the most impact to the ones that showed the least, all of them showed effective. But in just an average number of all of the results shows that Zona decreased systolic blood pressure by 19 points. And I'm like, and that's on average. We say we say 10 to 15% is normally the number. But 19 points, the FDA says that five points is a statistically significant number. And we're dropping 19. And I'm like, holy cow, like, I almost, I almost, I sit and hear those numbers. I'm like, who wouldn't want to do this, right? Right, blow it <laughs> but, out of the water. Yeah, seriously. And it, it's almost like it, it's almost like we've got this 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 a bomb when it comes to to fighting this problem. Um, and yet, I, I'll say that we're probably the best solution no one's ever heard of. So that that that's on me, and we need to make sure that more people hear about it. But those numbers to me just they're they're, I mean, they're, it's indisputable, you know. Okay, at the, at the risk of sending you um, uh, off, <laughs> I'm right. so you know you see the ads on TV s- selling scooters, right? right. Not going to cost you a dime. Medicare is going to pay for it. Just give us your information, and we'll handle all the billing and stuff like that. How how difficult is it to get? On, on a list like that, where instead of handing out a pill, they're handing out a little Zona device. Well, I, I can't tell you that that is a uh, that that's a thing. What I will tell you is that if you do any research on the scooter places that were doing that, they ended up in class action lawsuits. <laughs> um, yeah, what they're still they, selling them. Well, they didn't place, get shut down. Uh, well, other places are yeah. But and part of that is just the way that 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 they that they do that. But you, I mean, I don't know. I, you don't you it, don't have to you don't have to talk about them. I'll I'll make fun of. They can come after me. You got. Yeah, they can come after that. me. Yeah. So, I, but, not, but but in term but in terms of getting a uh, approved as a uh, and a, a code to go with it, so they can prescribe a doctor could prescribe your device. It's what what's that process like? Is it something you even consider? Is it like wait, this is a mountain too big right now? Now, the process is grueling, um, and I told you that we're in a research cycle right now, and much of the reason behind that is for that reason that you're discussing. Yeah. 
Um, I wouldn't use that as a point to anybody who could possibly be listening to the podcast to tell them to, you know, don't take action now because right. you maybe get it covered later. Five years, uh, right? Yeah. To, to the contrary, that's, that's not happening by next Thursday. Yeah. Uh, I, I would tell you that we're, we're in the process right now of doing some of that. And part of it is that in order to, in order to receive that type of, um, that type of approval, it's unfortunately it's a paperwork issue. Um, and, and we've already moved in that direction. We're already looking um, to make sure that that happens. Um, right now, I think our biggest push is even without that in place, we want to get the science out to people who want to use it. And, and there are some people who are going to tell us they simply can't afford, you know, that, that private health care that way. Um, and what I would tell you is one of the things that we talked about earlier was the difference between health care and sick care. Um, and I would tell you, making an investment in buying things that improve your overall health, save you fortunes later. Um, and, and I know you had talked about your Lyme disease, uh, you know, issues where you, you couldn't even practice medicine. You couldn't, couldn't work in your own practice because, the, you, you know, your health had taken a decline. It was an expensive three months. Yeah. I was going to say, it's probably the most expensive health problem you've ever had. And it wasn't related to the medical bills. It was related to the loss of income. Right. And, and I think that's, to me anyways, I look at it that my, my goal in staying in good health um, isn't so that I can avoid medical bills or isn't so I can make sure that I only get diseases that insurance covers. Um, <clears throat> it's because I don't want to lose my quality of life. I don't want to lose my ability to earn. I don't want to, I don't want to lose those things. And I, I think those are opportunity costs that we seldom think about. That said, we are actually FSA and HSA approved. So anybody who has flexible spending accounts or health saving accounts, um, you can use that money towards getting the Zona. Um, insurance companies do require that you get specific uh, information. If somebody I have seen at work where a doctor actually writes the person a letter telling the insurance company that this is something that they should cover for the sake of wellness, um, and insurance companies have reimbursed it. But in terms of actually having a billing code, the answer is we do not have one right now. Um, and that's simply because... Um, you know, we've been pushing in other directions. We've actually been expanding into international markets and so on. Um, but we're working there. We're actually working there right now. That's part of our research cycle is getting to that point. Yeah, I didn't mean that as a dig. It's just the thought no, crossed I, my mind. <laughs> no, I, I would love that. I would, I would honestly love it if everybody could get their hands on one. Um, because what happens is there's... Um, I would say that if you're not covered by insurance, and, and I, I hate that phrase, I absolutely hate that, um, because the best things for you are not things the insurance company wants to pay for, because the insurance company just wants to, they, they just want to treat the sickness. They don't want to help the wellness. There's a difference. Um, and unfortunately, there's a there's a consumer skepticism, um, because we we believe that if insurance doesn't cover it, that it must not be good. It must It must not be quality enough. Um, and I hate that, that, that cynicism actually is, uh, you know, takes over too much of our thinking. Um, so yeah, no, we, we get it. Uh, we understand it. And I would love it if I could put this in the hands of everybody, because the, the reality is, is that if people didn't have to put a risk into buying one and the risk being that I'm going to put my money up to see if it works, which we do have a 90 day money back guarantee. So if it doesn't work, people can send it back. We don't expect anybody to, you know, take a risk with it, but if somebody got it from an insurance company, um, it would give them zero risk to trying it. And I think that would, you know, we'd be able to get more people to do it. That's, you know, that's incredible. It, 
drug should come with the 90 day money back guarantee. Yeah, you'd think, right? I think a lot of things, <laughs> a lot of things should. If people are interested in checking out all the research you have, you have an awesome website. Where do they go? They can go directly to zona.com, to Z O N A.com. Um, and check it out. Check out the research. Check out uh, you know everything about it. Give us a call if you if you still have questions. Call and talk to one of our customer service people. They'll they'll gladly um, they'll gladly help. And, and that number is 866-669-9662. Um, it's also on our website, but Zona.com would be the place to go. Um, and I will tell you, McKay, people who are listening to your podcast, if they want to actually go and try the Zona for themselves. Um, what I'm going to do right now, um, I'm actually doing it as we're speaking right now. I'm going to make sure that I give them, you know, some kind of incentive to listening to your podcast and, and let them share in the in the wealth here. Um, and for your generosity of having me on the show, I want to pass that along to them and offer them. If they use the coupon code McKay, M-A-C-K-A-Y, um, I'll just put that into our system here. And M-A-C-K-A-Y will actually offer them a $100 discount. Um, if they do want to try the device, go to our go to our website. Um, and when it asks you for your coupon code, just type in coupon code McKay. And it'll give you that $100 discount. And that certainly uh, takes some of the sting out of trying this amazing new science, right? Absolutely. That's very generous. Thank you. That was our interview with Mark Young. You know, so many people with Lyme disease have issues with uh, blood pressure and combining that with any other symptoms like fatigue that might be on top of that. McKay and I uh, were really interested in this product because it seemed a fairly simple, straightforward, and some possibly most importantly supplement-free way to maintain uh, uh, some control over your cardiovascular health. So I encourage you to check out the Zona and see if that would work for you. Also encourage you to visit our website, www.limeninjaradio.com. You can check out the Lime Journey Roadmap there. Also, if you have any feedback or suggestions for guests, really anything, send an email to feedback at limeninjaradio.com. Hit the subscribe button so you won't miss an episode. And if you really, really like what we're doing, leave us a review on your podcast app. And last, as you longtime listeners know, this podcast would not be complete unless we left you with the Lime Ninja fact of the day. Did you know a cop once pulled a ninja over? Luckily, the ninja only gave the cop a warning. Lime Ninja Radio is a purely public broadcast and is not intended to be personalized medical advice for any individual's specific situation. Each individual's medical situation is unique and Lime Ninja Radio should not be relied upon and or considered as personalized medical advice. Lime Ninja Radio is not licensed to render medical advice and should be considered simply the public opinion of Lime Ninja Radio and its guests. Recommendations on specific treatment options are not intended to address any listener's particular medical situation. As always, contact your physician before considering any new treatment.